1: Welcome, everyone. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for coming out to the Portrait System podcast live at WPPI. My name is Kevin Conde, and I'm here with my co-host, Ashley Taylor. Ashley, how are you doing today?
2: You know that I'm doing great, Kevin. I'm so excited to be here with all of you at WPPI in Las Vegas. This is so fun doing our show with a live audience like that we can see instead of on Clubhouse. It's so cool. <laughs> 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 um, so, are we ready to get started with our first guest?
3: Ready to go. Okay, well, she's right
2: here, Rachel Owen. She's an award winning photographer. She's so amazing. She also sometimes judges here at WPPI. And we're so lucky to have her here. Woo!
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, to start it off, Rachel, we're going to ask tell us a mishap that you've had on a photo shoot.
4: Okay, so this was um, early in my career. Photography is the only job I've ever had, so I started at age 17. And I worked for one of the big studios in the mall, and it was film at the time, so early 2000s. And we had medium format cameras, we had nine shots on a roll, and you were allowed one roll per session. So in nine nine frames, you had to get five sellable images. Um, so there was this little boy, and he was really hard to work with, and we <laughs> finished the shot. I got my ninth roll out. I go to take the camera out of the film, and it falls to the ground and exposes all the film to the light. Oh, no. Um, and the, the couple, like, the parents were really happy because we finally finished with this difficult little boy. <laughs> and, like, they just saw it, and they knew. And they looked at the film. And then they looked at me and I cursed. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> and then I ran out of the room like almost in tears to my manager and, and she took care of it. But yeah, it was, it was a bad day.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say, what do you do? Like, what do you even say in a situation like that?
4: Somebody else re it because I could not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, that was like early on in yeah. your career. <laughs>
4: you never made that mistake again.
1: <laughs> uh, cool.
2: There you go. <laughs> um, so now it's time for a fun question. So... Kevin and I are big foodies, and we want to know what the best thing you've ever eaten in Vegas on this trip was. Oh, okay, Vegas,
4: um, hands down, it's the Mon Amiga B restaurant under the under the Eiffel Tower. Oh, um, tell us about this. Yeah, I had the beef Wellington. The chef there is amazing, but plus the atmosphere where you can look out over the Strip. I haven't been up to the Eiffel Tower, but the one like under is really cool. You can people watch, and it's beautiful. Oh, oh
2: man! Good pro tip. Good pro tip. I love
1: it. What, what did you have there?
2: Beef Wellington. Oh, that's right. That
1: mm-hmm. was good.
2: Is that I it? Am, no, no apps, no desserts, no apps and desserts happening. Oh, I think there's a cheesecake.
3: Check oh. out the cheesecake. Yeah, nice it's choice. worth it. Nice choice.
2: <laughs> okay, well you've heard it here. You need to all go, go to this restaurant, Mon Ami. Mon Amiga B. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. At the Paris
2: <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> awesome, Rachel. Well, thank you so much. It was so fun interviewing thank you. you. Pleasure. Okay, and next up we have Kat Ford Coates. So welcome to the stage, Kat. Woo! Woo! Here she comes. She's just fresh off her talk from WPPI today. <laughs> and a photo walk that's sold out. The cat walk, baby. Yeah, and she has award-winning image. How many did you enter? Two silvers. Two silvers, Two silvers. this round. So let's hey. give it up for Cat. <laughs> Okay, so Kat, we are in Vegas, which is the land of gambling and taking risks, right? Yes. yes. So I wanna know what is the biggest risk that you've ever taken in your photo business?
5: I bet on myself.
2: Oh, deep.
5: We're going deep.
2: Yeah, tell us more.
5: So. When I started my photo business, I was starting that at the same time as I was launching another business. And photo was going to be like that side hustle. And then this other business was going to be like, that's retirement. That's how, okay, (laughs) awesome. (laughs) I'm going to survive. And then that business tanked. Oh. And it it took like three years, but it burning down in flames. Mm. And I was like, well. What do I do now? (laughs) So... I can either go get a job and cross my fingers and hope, or I can bet on me and dive in 150%. And that's when I started with, you know, super ice education and went down the 28 days rabbit hole, which has now evolved into the 90 day startup. And uh, that changed the trajectory of my life. That yeah, is awesome. that's amazing, that is awesome. and
2: I can really relate to that story because I also started my photography business uh, just because I wanted to be an actress and I didn't want to wait tables. Sure. And I was like, maybe I could just—I uh, don't know—make two hundred bucks on the side for like a photo shoot or something. Yep. Maybe, possibly. They'll pay me for this. <laughs> maybe I could get other actors to do headshots. Like, I, but I wasn't really at first thinking of it as a serious thing. Right. And like, then yeah, it's like history happens and. You realize that that's your passion and the yeah. road that you're meant to travel. So that's really cool. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your talk today and what you sure.
5: like share so, some tips? Yeah, we talked about how to define your your style in portrait photography, like the, the 10 elements of an image that allow you to sort of pull as levers. So you analyze your work and say, OK, what are the consistent things that I'm seeing Right. Like, do I lean really hard into light or do I lean really hard into posing Uh, and find out what that natural bias is? And then looking at the other pieces of the puzzle, the wardrobe, the texture, the composition, your lens choice, what can you pull to increase and elevate the style that you're creating to tell that story that you're doing with your clients?
2: I love that. That's
5: really yeah. fascinating. It was, an, you know what? I was really nervous this morning. I was like, it's day three in Vegas at WPPI, and I have a talk at eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> Is anybody gonna be alive? <laughs> and it, it was really fantastic. Like we saw standing room three hundred plus. Oh my like, god! It was. So, I was like, <gasps> congratulations, yeah. Oh my god! And then AV went way sideways, and I was like, oh. No. Well, so the pressure's off me. I can just talk and like. So does that mean do just for
2: everyone to clarify, like your um, slide deck
5: or whatever you they had. had a really hard time mirroring it to the projector? They got it eventually. Oh, okay. like they took the laptop off into the dark and huh. did the thing. Did some things. And uh, but yeah, so like, you got to see my work from 2012, which mm-hmm. was just awful, <laughs> right? But and seeing what those consistencies look like now and to you know ten years later. And, uh, you know, how that evolution sort of took place. It was, really, it was a really exciting morning.
2: Oh, well, congratulations. I'm so proud of you. I've known yeah, you for thanks. a long time. Yes, and- yes.
5: <laughs> I'm glad everything went fantastic,
1: aside from the AV issues. <laughs>
2: okay,
1: so, Kevin, is it time for, for, for fun-, fun? It's time, it's for, time fun. for
3: fun. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> once me. again, there's a, a theme going here with yeah? Ashley and I as we We're talk hungry. a lot about food. <laughs> 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 We're hungry people. Um, so... Big debate in the world of pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Yay or nay?
5: Yes, so much yes. Yes, (laughs) right, right. Yes. And here's why.
1: Oh, yes. Right.
5: So, there's obviously this debate is huge, right? Yes, of course. And we have this constant sort of online thing with fine art backdrops. Yeah. And Mm. Joshua Simmons from Fine Art Backdrops is like, no to pineapple on pizza. All pineapple on pizza must die. My favorite pizza, and Josh, if you're listening, I'm calling you out. Bacon. Yeah, oh, keep going Wait for it. Pineapple. Uh huh. Jalapeno. Oh, oh yes, Oh, you lost me at jalapeno. Yes. the trifecta, no, no. right? She has me Sweet. at jalapeno. Spicy. No. Salty. Okay,
1: Ugh.
2: Kevin can't handle spicy food.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. We can't be friends with him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I grew.
2: <laughs> we're all going to eat chips and salsa, the spicy kind. I'll get mild. Right, it's all right.
1: I'll get the one that's just basically tomato. You'll we'll get the you can have tomato, the kids tomato one pico de gallo on the side. Like,
5: okay.
1: <laughs> no, I'm fine with just the bacon, the pineapple, and the ham. That's all I need.
5: See, I can't do the bacon and the ham. That's too much salt. I, don't know. I agree. S-
1: just drink some water. Wash it all down. <laughs>
5: Well,
2: awesome. Thank you so much, for Kat. sure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Awesome. Well, next up, we have an award-winning portrait photographer, Barbara McFerrin. Barbara, Woo! come on down. It's like, the price is right over here. Come on down.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How much would you like to place on this showcase? Ooh. <laughs>
6: I don't know. I don't go shopping that much.
1: <laughs> I, I, I mess it all up.
6: I'm like, I don't know, a dollar?
1: <laughs> That's the right answer. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> all right, Barbara. What is your style and how did you find it?
6: All right. Well, my style is uh, inspired by the old master painters of the Baroque and Renaissance periods. Um, and I feel like... I've always wanted to be able to paint, and I'm horrible. I can't even draw stick figures, so (laughs) I guess my way of painting is Mm -hmm. using the camera, lights, and Photoshop. Um, My dad was a photographer, and he used to paint, and he would always expose me to these beautiful classic paintings, and I just fell in love as a kid, and that just stuck with me. And when I started photography and portrait photography I always thought I want to take pictures that look like that (laughs) so that's just kind of where it started I never took or did portraits a different way I always just tried to emulate that style so
2: how long do you think it took for you to really refine and get to the place where like now where your level is just so top-notch and you're winning awards and all that like how was that that journey for you Um, It was relatively, I don't know, I guess it's always kind of
6: evolving, but I I feel like I've found my style maybe within a couple, two to three years after starting. Um, I just kept learning and doing and (laughs) refining and and yeah, but it's always, you know, I still like to learn. I don't want to be like stagnant, um, but I I still always play with lights and see, you know, change it up a bit or... My editing, I you know, I just try new things and just see if I can keep changing and evolving. But I don't want to change too much because that's what I love and that's what I'm known for. So and that's
2: what like clients know you for as yeah. well, and they know yeah, that they want to come
6: if to you. They come to me. That's what they want. So they Do don't people, want to be like, "Whoa, wait, that's not what I expected." <laughs> yeah.
2: Do people travel from far away to like have this particular style? Um, like you have such a strong aesthetic. Yeah, I've had
6: clients travel from out of you know, not so much like across the world but I've had <laughs> I've had clients from other states come out um, to get you just their you have gotta photos. fix
1: your targeting in your Facebook know, ads right? to <laughs> other side that way you know
6: change that SEO <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I've had some yeah travel so it, you know, it, it I, means I, a lot when they want do that because it's like wow that's yeah. that's really cool
1: I, I relate to that um, you talking about choosing photography as a way of doing art same thing for me I grew up like with friends around me oh beautiful pencil drawings and the holy crap is that a picture is that a oh it's a drawing oh okay yeah you're fantastic and then I start drawing on the piece of paper I'm like oh that doesn't look the same you know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so choosing photography and do with lighting and just positioning it the right way it's my way of doing what I couldn't do as a child right you know yeah
6: exactly and and I have so many people say, "Wow, is that a painting?" So they kind of have to really look at it. And then I've seen the reverse. I've seen painters out there who can paint, and they look like photographs. Yeah, so I've seen that amazing. too. And it it's blows me like, away. Like, are you away. kidding?
2: That's <laughs> yeah. a painting. Right.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's now, do you
2: mostly sell wall art to clients since your work is so, I guess, like fine art, painterly style? It to me, it like makes sense more as like wall art. Yeah, you know, it's a mix. Um, I actually have clients. I don't know. I don't know if it's geographic
6: or, but where I live in Colorado. Um, a lot of clients actually don't want wall art they want they want pictures of the mountains on their wall they like mm. the landscapes mm. of nature and my work is all kind of moody uh, darker low-key and a lot of people in that area or at least where I live are just not into that so yeah they, they'll do the di- digitals and they, maybe they'll do the folio you know I do sell, mm. sell the folio boxes something yeah. small but they're not into putting their faces on the walls and i you know, I try to talk yeah. them into it, but so I, I know that them. your
2: prints are over there, at the pro print. What is it? Pro, pro prints, yeah, booth, and they're so huge. So was that just like so, like was that one of the first times you've ever seen your prints that big? I've I've purchased for myself, like
7: oh, okay. photos of my daughter from my yeah, and I've
6: had actually um, clients. Um, you know, friend clients come over and be like, "Look at this!" and like, oh wow, and then that might change their mind. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, no, I haven't seen like that many.
2: <laughs> I know you said That's it was overwhelming. Yeah, it was really awesome. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah, so, congratulations you. on Thanks. that.
6: <laughs> thank you.
2: Okay, well, now it's time for our fun question. Right. So, WPPI is getting close to being over. So, what is the first thing you want to do when you get home after this trip?
6: I don't know if that's a fun question.
2: Is, is it, is it, <laughs> I mean, is it, I, it I, I guess it depends what you're doing for
3: fun. I fun
6: now,
2: not when we got home.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. So Vegas is a party <laughs> and back home <laughs> is work. <laughs> so if you look in the
6: dictionary and you look up the word introvert,
3: that's wow. me. <laughs>
6: I am the epitome of introverted. So going home, I'm just going to decompress and hug my daughter. And, you know, I feel like coming to these events are great, but for... A lot of introverts like me—it's its overwhelming. Draining. Yeah, and just, just the noise and the people. I mean, it's great. I love seeing people, but I need time to, <laughs> yeah, to decompress. What, what are you so going to be
1: doing insane. to decompress? Is it just laying in bed with a book or Netflix?
6: Probably (laughs) both, all of the above. (laughs) Hang out with my daughter, but then as soon as I get home, I mean, I've got shoots booked, so I won't really have a lot of time to really relax. So Mm. So, I know I have a shoot at
2: ten a.m. tomorrow, and I leave Uh, right right after this recording. So wish me luck! I'm
6: gonna have to get up at like four in the morning to get to
3: the (laughs) airport. So.
6: Now I'm like, why did I pick that early flight?
1: <laughs> and, and I then, made it a point. I'm flying out later on in the evening. Yeah,
6: you know? <laughs> I'll press on the plane.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well,
6: thank also, you so thank much, you Barbara. I'm so great chatting here, thank Shado.
2: Thanks.
6: All right, Woo! next up we
2: have Kristen Fields. Woo! Woo! Hey, Kristen. Hello. Last time I saw you was at the shootout. Yes. So good to see you again. Me too. Um, Okay, so I want to know what was one of the most impactful things that you've done that helped grow your portrait business?
8: Um, I think it's, honestly, it's got to be taking the action, right? Every time you hear your inner voice or you know that there's that opportunity, you have to jump on it and you have to just move no matter how scared you are, no matter how much risk it involves, all that kind of stuff. You just If you want it, you have to go for it and get it. And do the work.
2: That's so true.
1: <laughs> are there ever any moments? I'm sure that I'm sure you are. But <laughs> are there any moments where you, you just find it difficult to continue? Like you know what, I don't feel like doing this today. And if so, what do you do to knock yourself out of it, or do you just let it, you know, have that day?
8: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually quit my day job. Oh, Woo, congratulations! congratulations. <laughs> nice. um, and so now I've found myself. Okay, I have to make my own structure, right? Mm-hmm. And my own schedule and figure out what's going to motivate me and stick to those things or, or find those structures and those routines. So I honestly, I rely a lot on those. Um, and then also I listen to my body and my spirit. And if I need to relax, I relax. You know, that's part of that creative process where if we're going to push ourselves too much, then it's like we're trying too hard and we're trying to force it. And And while we have to be consistent... I have found for myself that I can't force things, you know. Um, I then I'm just doing the cracker jack, you know, out of the box kind of stuff with my clients. Um, so if there's if there's times when that happens, then I will go look on Instagram for inspirational people. Johnny Edwards always has the best stories (laughs) with all just full of all these other artists that that I feed off of Um, and I find things like that or I go look at my photo books or I go outside for a walk or a run or something along those lines that just allows me to um, pause and not be so intent on oh my god I have to find the answer now versus let's just enjoy this process and this creativity that we all have.
1: I I think that in our, our today's society with the whole entrepreneur, solopreneur, it's you're supposed to go, go, go. Right, right. And people never take the opportunity for self-care to really gauge like, look, you're going to burn yourself out. Yeah, You need to take a day and it's all right to right. take a day. And then once you do, next day... Get it going.
8: Yeah, learning to give yourself the grace and understand what fuels you outside of photography is such a big thing. I live in Idaho and so I can get out into the mountains. Um I'm obsessed with spin classes. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like I go almost every day um, to a spin class and it's it's like a meditation, it's like a church for me to go and clear my mind and do all of that. And then I'm I'm ready to go shoot or I'm ready to plan out what's next.
2: Yeah. So. I think it's so important to move our bodies, like in yes. whatever way feels joyful, because we yeah. can get so stuck in chairs, editing, or I know we're kind of moving when we're doing photo shoots, but it's not like really like. I don't know, healthful right? healing it's like movement. Kat said, You're just
8: doing burpees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's yeah, for me too, like I like to dance and I go to dance class and that's uh-huh. like my my me time that I can't like is non-negotiable for right. my week. And when I take time off and I or like when I get so busy with work that I take time off of the dance class, I end up realizing that I'm like more anxious, more bitter, more yes. everything. And then when I finally go back to dance class, I'm like, why did I stop? Like this is yes. where like I need to be to like re- kindle my spirit exactly
8: you have to find those non-negotiables and just make them a commitment just as you would your own work yes because that's what's going to fuel your work so that you can get better and you can move forward
2: okay so a fun question who's gonna do it you just asked that one you just asked that
1: one it's my turn
2: okay
8: okay kid salsa
1: It's salsa. Oh, oh, my God. God.
8: <laughs> I mean, she's got a point, Kevin. She's got a point.
1: Erase this part from the podcast. We don't need that to become a name. So, if you could sit down and have lunch with any educator from the Portrait Master's store or a mentor, who would you sit down with and what would be for lunch?
8: Hands down, Cat Coats. Yes, hands we can down. make that happen, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, hands down, Cat Coats and... Um, I was going to say Southern food because I'm from Idaho. I've not really spent any time in the South, but I have to agree with her. Her pizza recipe is the ultimate pizza recipe in the world. Like, we're not going back from that. It's going to be the bacon, jalapeno, and pineapple. So we'll eat pizza and hang out.
1: Kat, I I, I love (laughs) Kat, and she's one of my favorite people in the world. But I think after that part, it just kind of knocked her down, just, <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, I mean, just a tiny bit.
8: I might say that the kids' salsa thing did that
1: yeah. for you. I don't. I mean, a little bit, but fortunately, got to for my
8: girl over
7: there. Fortunately, there's
1: so many other things that make me so fantastic. <laughs> it's so. true. It's
7: true. It's true. You've got a lot going for you, Kevin. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Okay. Well, thank you so thank much, you, Kristen. It was for, such a joy talking thank to you. you. All right, next up we have Siobhan Jones. Is your last name Jones? I just, I'm cho- okay, Siobhan Jones. <laughs> and um, for those of you who don't know, Siobhan makes the amazing, beautiful wigs that were featured at the Portrait Master Shootout at Sarai's booth and Sarai photographs her wigs a lot and they work together a lot. And Kat has also gotten a chance to photograph her wigs. And some of you may own her wigs from the shootout. So um, (laughs) this is different because we usually talk to photographers and now we're getting to talk to you in the more styling wig hair art realm, which is so cool. Yes. Um, So I was wondering about your process in how you collaborate with photographers to come up with a custom wig for them. Yeah, so
9: it usually starts with um, a photographer contacting me and saying hey I have these ideas Um, I've had somebody send me like a picture of a dress or a backdrop or just some kind of like historical reference and so from that I just kind of go to town with like um, well okay let's see what colors we're going to do what shape we're going to do is it going to be big do you want it to be like a little smaller and not take over the photo like what's the focal point of it yeah Um, and so I'll send sketches or photographs or something along those lines and we just kind of keep going from there
2: so one question I have because I after meeting you I've gotten kind of like into the idea of a wig but I haven't I haven't (laughs) taken the leap um But I think for me it's also because I always when I like invest in something for my studio I want to be able to use it more than once you know and some of the pieces are so specific that I'm like how would you use that more than once so when you're collaborating with a photographer on a custom wig like do you keep that in mind like do they talk to you like how can we make this versatile so it's not just this one concept but I can actually like
9: absolutely um so if if they, if they tell me that ahead of time, then I can, you know, make some pieces that are, like, add-ons oh. I've had. Oh, yeah, okay. so, like, I can make a piece that, like, might not have any length to it. And then I can give you, like, some extensions that will specifically clip in under the wig um, to, to bring some length to it. Or even pieces that bring width to it or height to oh. it. But also... I think a really good example is if you can see um, a photo that Kat took and a photo that Sarai took of the same wig and it's, they're totally, totally different. Yeah. So it's also, you know, what are you going to do with it? The lighting and the colors that you add to it, the backdrop. So I think that like, you know, I can help you out and you can do a lot Figure. yourself. Yeah. yeah.
2: And how do you store the wigs? Cause I'm someone who yeah. famously has a small studio <laughs> and that's yes. another thing that's, I'm like, I want a giant wig, but where am I going to put this thing? Well, that's where we would want to talk about size of wig. (laughs) Um,
9: But yeah, I usually recommend um, getting like a, I send, whenever I send out a wig, it comes on a styrofoam head. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, I usually send out like a sheer piece of fabric that like keeps the dust off of it. So you can kind of tuck it into a corner um, and it'll stay fine. They're not going to go bad unless you have them in like a really humid environment. That's always bad. But um, yeah, so storage is, it's pretty easy.
1: So, what is the wildest requests that you've gotten to get? I I know Soraya's had some pretty interesting looks. Yeah. So, is it hers or you had more out-of-the-box type of ideas?
9: Oh, my God. Well, you know, I used to work in theater. So, Uh, I have done some pretty wild stuff. I worked for Cirque du Soleil. Oh, wow. So, we, you know, we had to create wigs that not only looked spectacular, but had to stay on through a theatrical, like, acrobatic performance. What, yeah, so... How
2: do you, is it glue? Like, how do they stay yeah, on? Yeah, what goes into that? Yeah, it, it can vary
9: depending on the show and what they're going to be doing. Um, if they're doing crazy acrobats, there's going to be
2: a chin strap. Um.
9: Oh, yeah, because, um, okay. you you know, it could be, like, deadly. If and they hide the chin oh. strap
2: so you can't see it, or...? Uh, or is, is it just kinda, understood? If yeah. If
9: you're if you're like sitting up front, you would definitely probably oh, okay. see it. I mean, they're usually skin tone, but I mean, they like cut into the, you can see the indention. But I mean, yeah. it's pretty understood. Like, oh, that's A crazy. That's part of yeah. the <laughs> but if you're pretty far back, you would never know. You're like, whoa. Um, so, but yeah. And then there's other ways with pin, you know, it's all about wig prep and pinning. So, wow.
2: Um, and then one last question for okay. you. Um, what has been the most fun thing that you've gotten to do here in Vegas? Oh, my God.
9: Well, I lived here for five years. Oh, oh okay. So you were doing Cirque du Soleil. So is sole, a lot of the story. Vegas. Yeah. Cirque du Soleil. So this is home for me. I miss living here. I love Las Vegas. And... Um, So, of course, you know, it's all about shows if you're, like, on the Strip, but I'm huge into outdoors. So, I highly recommend, you know, going out to Red Rocks. If you're a climber, it's, like, epic for climbing, or Black Canyon is epic for kayaking or just hiking. So, my favorite thing about Vegas is how it's a city and an outdoor mecca. So, you kind of have, like, the best of everything here. I that's, miss living here that's so awesome. much. <laughs>
1: are there... We might be letting the cat out of the bag here, but are there any, like, hidden gems that you've experienced on the strip that, you know what, people need to do that? Eat there, experience this.
9: Yes. Um, okay, well, there's... Oh, my gosh. How do you even narrow that down? Um, I would... So, I think, like, a really classic Las Vegas place to go It's is the pepper mill. It is, like traditional is it restaurant it's what a is restaurant it? okay. and a lounge and it's been around since like the 70s oh. and it is still it's like walking into a time capsule so like it's not going to be you know you're not going for like gourmet food or anything like that you're going for a true Vegas experience and it's on the strip um so that's really cool they have like a fireside lounge and all the waitresses wear these like long cocktail Ooh, dresses fun. and it just it feels old school Um, And then if you haven't been to like downtown Las Vegas, you definitely need to check that out. Go to the Fremont East District. Um, The downtown cocktail room is one of my favorite places. It's like this like little tucked away speakeasy and um, they make like all these specialty cocktails and you can get as experimental or as like safe as you want with it. It's pretty cool.
1: Oh, thank you. That is awesome. Yeah. I
9: thought are If anybody tins. has any questions, I can tell you all kinds of places. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic.
9: Well, thank you yeah. so much,
3: Siobhan. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
2: Next up, we have Missy. Woo! Woo! Hey, Missy, Welcome. can you pronounce your last name for me? Because I'm not Gates. Ju- Gates. Okay. <laughs> I know it's, it's spelled weird. But it's Gates. That's okay. My Ashley spelled weird, you know. So, <laughs> um,
10: can you tell us a little bit about your like portrait style to start out? Right, with? So, I am uh, elegant maternity and newborn uh, photographer. Okay. So it's usually like moody, um, more like expression uh, to get like a really nice connection between the moms and you know the. I guess, what they're going through.
2: Mm, I love that. Um, What advice would you give to new
10: photographers starting out in that genre? Um, Definitely, and this goes for any genre, um, you have to do the work. You definitely have to do the work. Uh, Go around, follow different photographers, get education. That's such a big deal. I mean, definitely, I'm a huge fan of Super Ice Education, which definitely has taken my career to where it's at today. And um, don't be afraid, don't be afraid to try new things. Do a lot of free sessions, build your portfolio so that you can find, you know, your groove.
2: I think that's so important to just remember that when you're starting out, you sometimes just need to try a lot of things and figure out what you enjoy and what works for you. And there's no shame in that. Like Absolutely. you're just starting out, you can start at one level and then raise your prices and come in at a pro level, but there's no shame in just being at that bottom level where you're just like, what do I want to do? What's my style? What's my genre? What do I love and feel passionate about doing? And sometimes you can do that in the middle of your career when you're starting over because I transitioned from, you know, weddings to portrait photography and I had to build a whole Sue, you know, Sue Bryce Glamour style portfolio. So yeah, that's, I think that's great advice.
1: And I love the fact that you pointed out doing free sessions because... (sighs) A lot of people want to start off and like, oh, in this education, uh, I've learned through a 90 day challenge. People are like, oh, what are my professional standard pricing? I need to start that off now. Well, yes, but you need to get to the level where you're comfortable being able to run the photo shoot. And you don't want to do that when you're charging a client. You want to practice. Get in there just as, as long as you're taking that mindset. Of, okay, I'm going to bring a friend over, we're going to just have a grand old time, we're going to sit here, and I'm just going to move the lights around and see what I get. I'm going to practice posing, because posing isn't learned overnight, you know. That takes time, and if you're sitting there with the anxiety of, oh my god, this person's paying me, it's, it, you're, you're going build to it, build it up in your head, and it's not going to go well. So the idea of doing a free shoot and or just having friends over, starting with the process of from the beginning, what's the styling, what is the backdrops, how am I going to combine that to make a look and then being able to transition from the next look to the next look and just see what you can get. In the beginning, you don't even know what you love. So uh, you don't even have a style yet. So how are you going to be at that point where you're charging? It takes a little bit of time.
10: Absolutely, absolutely. And... What it does is that it gets you practice, right? So by the time you have to charge a good amount of money, right, where you want to get, you already know what you're doing. So you're sure about telling that customer, this is my price. You don't have that insecurity of, I don't know what I'm doing or, oh, my goodness, is this going to come out good? Is is the lighting going to be right? Because you've already practiced in all these model calls or freebies, your family. So by the time you get to that actual client that you don't know, you're sure about what you're selling. And believe me, they will buy it. They -hmm. will buy it because you feel secure about it.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
10: Okay, well, now is the fun one,
2: and it's a repeat question. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. We need to continue this. We need to continue it's this a deba- conversation. It's an
2: ongoing debate. So we want your opinion.
10: Pineapple on pizza. Yay. Well, or nay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be Kat's answer, right? So nay.
1: Oh. I
10: <laughs> don't think that pineapple belongs I, in pizza. I, I, think, I
1: think we're done here. I think, I, I think we, we need to move on. I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. I
10: just really don't think pineapple belongs in pizza. But, you know, for those that do, go for it.
2: You know what? My idol, David Chang, agrees with you. He's a famous chef and I listen to his podcast and he also hates pineapple and pizza. I disagree with him on this, but, but you're in the company of David Chang. So I would say... Go, David. I, I, that would be like, you know, that's a good thing to be in the company of him. So... <laughs> All right. Well, you, you've heard it here. There is a portrait system heated debate on pineapple on pizza. Some people are Team Pineapple. Some people aren't. We have to do an
10: online poll.
2: I know, right? Well, thank you so much, thank Missy. You guys. Thank Give you, Thank you. for Missy Gates. Okay. Next up, we have Steph Graston. Welcome. Hi. I always love seeing your colorful hair. Oh, thank you. Okay, well, let's get right into it. I want to know what your superpower in business is. Okay, um,
11: my superpower would be connecting with clients. Um, I feel like when they get to me, they have a story to tell. And I either bring that out in their photo shoot or they tell me and I make it come to life in their portraits. So I really love that connection with the clients. I become friends with all of them all of my clients.
2: You're such a social butterfly, so I'm not (laughs) surprised that this is your answer. (laughs) I feel really introverted.
11: I mean, I'm nervous coming up here, but I mean, I I love talking to people. I love getting to know people and their story.
2: I think that's one of the most powerful things about being a portrait photographer and like why I really liked it more than being a wedding photographer is because you're just one-on-one with that client and you really have that period of time during their session to connect with them and hear their story and some people really trust us with like personal moments of their lives and like really incredible like I had one client recently who told the story of like surviving alcoholism and then surviving breast cancer on top of it and losing her dad like just so much stuff and I was like oh my yeah. god but like it just yeah. I was so amazed by her journey and It just makes it so much more meaningful when you get to photograph people and hear their stories. Yeah, absolutely.
11: I had a client recently. She worked in the police force for a long time. So she's very, you know, closed off in her emotions. And she's actually now an intimacy coach. And um, it's just a total 180. But um, she's always been the tall girl and, you know, kind of intimidating to people. People don't want to go up and talk to her. But when you get to know her, she's really soft and sweet and genuine, and you you could she could sell you anything really. <laughs> but um, she came to me, and I put I said, "Why don't you try this on?" And it was this beautiful tulle gown with florals, and she tried it on, and it fit her perfectly. And I said, "This was made for you." And when we were in her shoe, she she started crying, and I thought, "Oh my gosh!" And she goes, "I'm 63 years old, and I finally got." be the princess I never thought I could be and I mean it was emotional it was powerful and I mean it still gives me a (laughs) shake because it was it was amazing and then when she watched her reveal video she just cried and it was magic all over again
1: it's a beautiful moment
3: yeah
2: yeah that is why we do what we do I know and I love I love working with clients over 50 as well and like yeah yeah, I love that that woman was 63 and got to experiment I I had a client once it was kind of early in my career and She told me after the shoot, she's like, I'm 60 years old, and this is the best photo I've had in my entire life. And I remember, like, just being like... I can't believe that. I mean, and that's you do a lot that. of the time of being photographed, you know? And yeah. like, yeah, she was one of my first kind of like evangelist clients.
10: Well, and
2: it just always stuck with me.
11: Yeah, no, it's great. And then she was, she was my evangelist client. She yes. got all of her friends from New York and Dallas, or not Dallas, Austin, but I mean all over. And it's just amazing how you can grow from just touching someone in that way.
2: Yes, I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, let's hit it with a fun question. What is, well, once again, there's a theme here, folks.
2: We're hungry people. <laughs> yes, we are.
1: What is the ultimate comfort food?
11: Ooh. Well, I first have to say pineapple on pizza is great. So Ooh, since okay, we're going I'll, with that theme, I have to say that. What about spicy food? <laughs> spicy food is amazing. I'm half Mexican, and, like, it's just ingrained <laughs> kind of in me. are <laughs> I, I know. I was like, Kevin, like, I honestly went, <laughs> <laughs> so, but um yeah pineapple and jalapeno great but I would do pepperoni but I love the bacon choice too so anyway um ultimate comfort food potatoes like you cannot oh, go wrong with potatoes yeah. good choice mashed potatoes baked serious potatoes serious good choice sweet potato right fries <laughs>
2: like I don't French wait fries. are sweet potatoes potatoes though they're like they're, they're called I don't, potatoes. I don't think they're potatoes. So you really can't go wrong with potatoes.
1: <laughs> we don't need to yeah. start potatoes. up multiple <laughs> <laughs> debates. Kristen.
3: Kristen. My buddy, she she's knows. A, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kristen is telling us from the audience as an Idaho expert that sweet yes. potatoes are, in fact, We're potatoes. We're potatoes. Yeah. She's, she's so like, I've been that. fact-checked live. Yes.
1: <laughs> she's like Bubba from Forrest Gump. <laughs> we got boiled potatoes. We got fried potatoes. Who did french I say fries. that to earlier? Uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. On the potato question, what is the best type of French fry? So,
11: I have mm. a level of French fries. Okay. Okay, it. So, like, I I know maybe they're not considered French fries, but they all go in order. So, I like the seasoned potato wedges to start.
1: Okay. Right, okay, right? you're all right here so far. A
11: home style fry. <laughs> A nice home style fry, a curly fry,
1: oh, and then lost. it
11: goes a crinkle <laughs> cut. So that would be a my crinkle order. Crinkle cut? Yes. They love
2: crinkle. They're, they're like a meaty potato. I'm sorry, I have to go with yeah. a shoestring fry as the correct There's answer. There's
3: a thing
1: <laughs> No, no. The steak cut fries. I just want to let everyone know. Okay. That is the answer. I always like forget
11: a steak about cut those. Mm-hmm. I always add those back in because I forget about them. Okay,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now if you want to know the story of because I'm getting assaulted with all these these spicy these so spicy. Spicy, spicy slander. <laughs> so when I was young, my grandfather showed me a particular hand gesture and thought it was funny. And he was like, go show your dad. Go show your dad. Oh, gosh. And as a punishment, get a little tiny taste of tapatillo.
3: Like, oh no.
1: <laughs> I ended up not liking it growing up. And then I also learned a particular word or letter. <laughs> They're like, oh, go tell your dad. Go tell your dad. And once again, a little bit of si- hot sauce. So, so
2: what you're that saying is you need is therapy? What, you need, was that? you need, need
1: therapy. I need therapy, yes, a little bit, yeah.
11: You could still eat spicy food. You just have to have sour cream nearby.
3: Just so uh, you can... Yeah, okay, there we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah I, I got have a solution for you, Kevin.
1: A little milk, you, I? A little milk. Uh, I don't know.
11: Sour cream, it's got to be sour cream.
1: How much time we got? I was going to say a story real quick.
2: I, th- I think we have to move on.
1: Okay, okay. All right, okay we'll move it on. Move it on. Everyone find <laughs>
2: Kevin after the show if you want to hear his personal story.
1: Well, thank you.
2: Thank you so much, thank guys. You much. Okay, next up we have Don Feldman. Woo! Hey! welcome. Thank you. So I see on your badge that this is your first time
3: at it WPPI.
2: Is. I think like two of
7: us here got the little badges that say first time at WPPI. Everybody else is like,
3: where did you get that? <laughs> like
2: there were two of them and we swiped them off a the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, since it's your first time, I want to know like what's been your favorite thing about the conference so far? Um, definitely
7: reconnecting with all the people that I know from the Super Ice community. Um, I just feel like it's been um, like, there's so much stuff to do here. There's the vendor stuff. There's all of the training things. There's all the different, like, whatever genre you shoot, there is somebody here that speaks to you about that. Um, but I just think it was, like, without a, like, second thought that it was, like, I am definitely going. Like, my people are going to be here. And I'm so excited yeah. to get to see everybody.
2: Yeah, I, I have to agree. The best part is, like, the happy hour that we had for the portrait system community. That was so fun getting to I got to meet you, can <laughs> I got to meet so many people who are here in this audience, and it was just so fun. Martha, I got to meet you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just been so fun, like, getting to meet everyone here. Yeah, and it's such a safe space
7: um, mm-hmm. to be here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there's anything that you're, you know, internally struggling with with your business, there's somebody that you can talk to about it that will help you, um, you know, kind of bridge whatever you're struggling with
2: to yeah, develop your business. Yeah, that's what I love about this community is everyone's like ready and willing to help. And you can always find a new friend and always find someone to connect with here. And it's just, it's the best community. What can I say? <laughs> I love you guys. We love you too.
1: <laughs> you know, I echo the sentiment of being able to come here uh, and meet everyone. Last year was my first ever WPPI. I came and I was able to help out with the portrait system booth and everything and meeting people from the community face-to-face and just being able to talk to them and see their faces as opposed to being a little bubble on, online that you just see is so fantastic, and being able to spend time and not necessarily just talk about photography, but to talk about life and what they're doing and what they <laughs> enjoy. and yeah, I, I was hooked the moment I experienced it that when it was announced that we were doing it this year in the time and date... I was like I have to go I can't not show up anymore you know so and I feel like I'm going to continue to keep coming and enjoying this time every single year.
7: I have friends that I met at the first event that I did which was the um, Portrait Masters 2020 live and so I had jumped on a call when we were doing registration for this event and said you know anybody going and Steph's like, be my roommate.
3: And I'm like, yes. Aww, yes. I love it. <laughs> like, it was
7: like, okay, I'm going. Like, it was like a two-second decision. So it was like, without a second thought, I'm like, I'm going. It's a safe space. It's going to be the
2: best. Yeah. Okay, so for outside of seeing all our fabulous Portrait System members, what else have you really, like, what has been the most, like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool about WPPI, like, the trade show, the speakers, the photo walks, the live judging?
7: Um it's like all the inspiration is great. Um, seeing all the samples of all of the vendors is great. But for me, I've always said I've been a complete um, online training junkie. And so I feel a bit like a fangirl, like walking around like, oh, it's, it's, know, you see who that is? And like trying to be like, okay, it's okay. It's all right.
3: It's
2: all right. I remember that. I remember um, one, uh, I think it must have been like 2012 WPPI it was the last one I went to. I saw Sue and I think it was before I met her in person and I saw her really far away and I remember being like <gasps> <laughs> and she's like fabulous of course yes, and, and little did I know how I would get to know her over right. the years but <laughs> and now we see you and we're like <gasps> <laughs> that's so surreal that's hard to believe <laughs>
7: and Kevin
1: uh, yeah, me, me too <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for the fun question What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. True or false?
7: It's false. We're taking it all back. (laughs) We're telling everybody about it. We're We're telling everybody about how awesome it was and that they need to come next time.
2: Yes, I agree. Come join us. Yes, I I hope that next year's even bigger and better and we can really have a huge party next year in Vegas. Did you go to the Cirque du Soleil show last night with everyone? No. Oh, okay. I didn't either, so I'm not a Cirque du Soleil fan. You should have. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, I am a
7: huge theater fan. And I'm a we, huge
2: theater fan. I'm, I'm not yeah. a Cirque du Soleil fan But I kind of feel like this reason. needs
7: to be a separate trip. Yeah, right? exactly. For, like, shows needs to be a, sec- a separate trip. Yeah, there's trip a lot of
2: shows to see here in Vegas. Yeah. It's kind of There's hard. so much stuff that's happened.
7: Um, it's like I kind of need to have a lie down and think about, you know.
2: <laughs> that's why there's next year, right?
7: <laughs> <laughs> I'll do shows next time.
1: So, aside from Ashley's horrible opinion on the Cirque du Soleil show... <laughs> The Beatles event was absolutely magical. There's, I believe, around 14 of us that went, and it was an amazing time, and I'm happy I was able to spend that with everyone that was there.
2: <laughs> All right, well, thank, thank you. you so much, Dawn. Okay, next we have Angie woo. Woo, 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 woo! And it's also your first time at WPPI, it Angie? Is. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. This is this is shocking information to me. You is see, it? You seem like okay. the kind of person who would have like been like I don't know. You're so social, and you're like I am. you're yeah. so like a huge supporter really? of the photography community. Angie yeah. doesn't get any
12: happier than this. Yeah, like I Being know. around her people, I don't get any
1: happier than this.
2: So. <laughs> I'm super happy to be up here. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're up here with us.
1: Oh yeah. So, first question is: What is your favorite thing to do at WPPI?
12: Well, being my first year, um, I don't think this will be a surprise to anybody that has met me. It is the people. So I am huge on relationships and connection. Uh, I love networking. I have met, I can like see at least a dozen people that I've met this week, and I love people. Um, Outside of that, I got to do CATS photo walk which i dubbed the catwalk
3: and that so was incredible. you came up
12: with that signature I did. I did.
3: i've
12: been getting a lot of behind the scenes of stuff to send to you to post on the instagram yes, thank you
2: so i'm a little behind I just, but i will keep it updated
3: no kidding.
12: but yeah i love the people i got to bring my friend and assistant rebecca with me to this that's so been incredible yeah
2: did you get to do any of the seminars or the live judging or anything like that? I
12: did. Yeah, we did uh, the live judging the first day and that was super um, it was fascinating to watch. I
2: agree. It, it was intense. It's like the Olympics of photography, it I is, feel, like. and I
12: was like imposter syndrome downloading. <laughs> <Like, laughs> it's totally like, oh my did gosh, you, I'll never be there. But Did
2: you enter an image? I did not. Oh, okay. It's my I, first
12: time. I had to like see it so I will push my comfort zone and next time I will enter. I'm saying that out loud to the world so that somebody keeps me accountable for it. I'll keep yes. you accountable for that. <laughs> I'll yeah,
2: keep i know you accountable. You're <laughs> yeah, Rachel Owen, who was our first guest on this at like, adventure today, yes. uh, she was the one who, like, pushed me to enter this year, and and she was the one who pushed me to come, too, because she was like, well, once you enter, you have to go, and then you have to watch your image be judged, yeah. and I was like, okay, and then I really had, I've never seen the live judging before, so I had no idea, and I'm just sitting there in the room, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, the most intense, intense. <laughs> I know, and one of the
12: images that came up, I saw it, and I, I started crying. I don't know if I've ever had that visceral of a response of seeing an image that I didn't know any of the backstory I didn't know the photographer but it hit me like I had like goosebumps and tears and I was super emotional about it so I wasn't expecting that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. it's really cool. Yeah I was I was just not expecting like how intense the judges look at them and then how it's hushed in the room and then I was waiting for a little magnifying score. glass yeah. to come out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like oh my gosh but it, it was really cool yeah. and now I'm kind of like hooked so I'm definitely yeah. gonna have to do and it again. And your image was
12: beautiful. Oh thank you. Super beautiful.
2: Thank you.
1: <laughs> and just so everyone knows she won a silver. Yes she did. I wasn't first gonna entry. My own horn, but <laughs> I'll, I'll that for you
12: she earned every that. point of that so yeah barbara said that she's like the definition of an introvert i am absolutely the definition of an extrovert
2: yes so. you are yeah. <laughs> yes. i can attest <laughs> people. okay well we are rounding toward the end of our time so i think it's time for me to ask you the fun question okay and this is off the food theme but what was the last or your your favorite or last tv show that you binged
12: Okay, this is a double-pronged question. So my husband loves shows that have... Death and destruction, and <laughs> if there's any hope or joy or love, he's not on board for it. Uh-huh. So, when I was watching with him, we were watching Outlander. Okay, uh, I love a man in a kilt. I, fun fact, I can't understand a Scottish accent, so oh, we have either. to watch it with subtitles, which <laughs> he thinks is hilarious. But I love Jamie, big fan of Jamie. If you're listening,
3: just in case, or just in case, <laughs> we right? We right? We yeah, so
12: Outlander, if I'm watching with my husband, and then I like shows that show, um, like people meeting up for the first time so a show called Love is Blind Okay. so these people meet in pods she's heard it Uh, (laughs) these people meet in pods and it's all like they can't see each other so it takes out the superficial side of it and they will literally propose in these pods after a week of talking to each other and then they meet for the first time and I'm fascinated by the reaction (laughs) of like Does she think he's hot? Because I'm not sure she's gonna think he's hot. So I love watching. Like, is he gonna like her? Is she gonna like him? It's uh, that's fascinating.
1: You got your popcorn ready for the reveal? (laughs) Oh my! What is she gonna say? What is she gonna say? My
12: husband's least favorite kind of show. So. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Record pineapple on pizza. Yes. Okay. And I'm in for jalapenos. And what about French fries? Uh, shoestring.
3: Oh yes. Okay.
12: Ashley and I are on the same page here. Sorry, Kevin. I love
1: you. (laughs) All right. Love you, Kevin. Sorry. All right. I mean, this is America. We could have better. Opinion, right? <laughs> so I'm saying but
2: Awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Thank <laughs> you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. I do have to catch a flight, so... Yeah, yeah we need to get her
1: going, so... <laughs> I'm
2: literally going to run from here to a cab to my plane and hope I make it back because I have a photo shoot at 10 a.m. I'm a responsible business owner, I swear.
1: <laughs> well... Thank you, everyone. Thank
2: you so much. We're so glad you were.
1: Everyone attending. So Yeah,
2: it was so fun. Do this with this our beloved fun. community. <laughs> so thank you again. And tomorrow, Kevin will be flying solo. It will be hard for him to be without me, but That is true. That is true. It's time for him to grow his wings. <laughs> fly
1: out. Hopefully the wings are strong enough and I don't just
2: leave the, the, the nest. <laughs> and- <laughs> So, please come watch him. And it will be at 2 p.m. tomorrow, I believe, right, Kevin? Yes. Yeah, 2 p.m. tomorrow. So, come watch Kevin. All right. Thank you,
3: guys.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System podcast. Your five star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So, if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? Lighting PDFs, I mean truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and 8 frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.